Now, it turns out I find out yesterday that Neil Rogers passed away. Neil Rogers is, in my estimation, one of the true talk radio greats. But let me just say something about that very quickly. The talk radio that I was lucky enough to, to hear at first is gone. It's dead. It's through. It's finished. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why. But in 1980, I think about 80, 81, I started listening in the Tampa Bay area. I think WPLP was one of the first ones. Now, again, it was at the time in 1980. I just um, I was just starting law school. Uh, 80. No, 81, I think I started. Anyway, in Tampa, we had WPLP, TKN, FLA. And at the time, there were, talk radio was different. It was pre-Rush. Rush, in many respects, made it and ruined it. There was a time of homegrown, of your local person who knew the local issues and the local things and the local concerns and... and uh, Again, PLP at the time, which was later, I think, TKN, had some wonderful people. By the way, the first time I ever heard anybody say he was a conservative was this guy, David Gold. This was pre-Rush. I didn't even know what a conservative was. I really didn't. I mean, I, I, I knew the term, but I never understood that it was a thematic reference and a, a, a type of talk, if you will. And at the time, Neil Rogers was really huge in Miami. I'm Tampa. This is South Florida's Miami. But I knew all about him. And this was before the internet and and when Neil and when I would go to Miami, I would listen to him and he was God. And here was a guy who came along and in 1976 came out of the closet at the, at the height of homophobia with uh, uh, Anita Bryant in South Florida and just said, you know what, the hell with it. I believe he was a, at one point a, a sports jock. He hadn't, I'm, I'm not trying to say this disrespectfully, but he had no gay affectation or <laughs> anything that people ideally would think would be associated with being gay as though it has a, you know, and I know it doesn't have a sound, but you know what I'm saying. There are some people you they, there are some people whose being gay doesn't surprise you. He did. He was Jewish and an atheist. And what he did, though, was to say, "I'm going to be me, and I'm going to be the best Neil Rogers that only I know how to do." And he was the embodiment of sui generis. Non-parel, one of a kind. God, this guy was making a million bucks plus in Florida with no state income tax in the eighties, and I mean, just I mean, he was enormous. Local had a local flair, a local sound. He could talk about local things, and that's gone now. Talk radio, that's pretty much gone. Now it's kind of homogenized and. It's a whole nother story. Uh, one of the things that he did also was to encourage people who were of a talk radio ilk, if you will, that broke 
barriers. And by the way, one of the things I want to do with Lionel Media, and I'm dead serious about this, I want to go out and have channels on this one day where I get to pick people and I say, I want you. I've always wanted to coach a talk radio host. And I would listen, if, if, if I had the chance, I would say, I want you to listen to people that I've respected in the past who had their own style to an extent. Um, Neil Rogers. We had a guy in uh, Tampa, Bob Lassiter, who I think Neil, he's dead too. I think Neil Newham called him Blob. Uh, uh, Randy Rhodes had a style too that, that was very reminiscent. She knew Neil as well. and but He was, my God, he was so unique by being himself. And now it's just, it is labelless. He was labelless. I was listening to some eulogium that somebody from the Baltimore Sun did, and they said, you know, he was a liberal. He wasn't a liberal. You can't, you can't give him a name. When you give somebody a name, you ruin everything. It's like, oh my God, you've just, you've just diluted it. You've just reduced it to the most simple of thoughts. But Neil Rogers said, I'm going to do what I want. He, he held the microphone in his hand. First of all, nobody did this. He didn't have a boom. He didn't have that metal extension that holds the microphone. He held it in his hand. He would eat in the air. He would belch. He would he would curse when nobody else would. He was amazing. And he was who he was. And he didn't care. And he said, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be this cosmic representation of who I am. Now, with Rush, by the way, Rush, God bless him for changing and, and revivifying the, uh, uh, the uh, you know, AM band and talk radio to make it uh, worthwhile. But talk radio is absolutely the worst. The worst. Because what Neil Rogers did was he told us about him. I remember listening to him. He was talking about uh, harness racing. I don't care about harness racing, but he did. It didn't matter. I want to hear somebody talk about something they love. He was gay. He was talking about Luis Miguel's ass. I don't even know who Luis Miguel is. I know now, but I, I didn't know that. And I'm thinking, why am I listening to this man talk about his ass and harness racing and trotters? And when gay people would call up, he'd say, oh, butch up. He hated gay activism, but he was gay. He, he said... I'm going to do what it is that I do my way, period. And nobody is going to stop me. Nobody is going to... And they said, no, Neil, do it. You're not going to hear that today. There's no imagination in talk radio today. I think talk radio sucks, okay? Sucks. I hate it. I don't listen to it. I can't stand it. God almighty, it is the most ponderous boring, predictable. Oh my God, liberal, conservative, that is so over with. That is so dead. It's beyond dead. It's, it's, uh, it's paleolithic. It's extinct. I mean, you know, that Rush, Rush, you keep doing what you're doing, but not everybody stop being a Rush wannabe. I just erupted him, sorry. Neil Rogers was just, just amazing. A friend of mine, um, an old program director of mine, uh, an industry uh, guy who really knows what he's doing. Uh, I'm not sure if he wants me to mention his name, but he, he sent me something and he said, you know, uh, 
when, when Neil died, he said, this is the end of an era. And I said, it's true. And it doesn't have to be. And I, and I, and I don't know where it went, where the whole talk radio thing went. But I'm telling you, when, when, when talk radio in the 80s and 90s, as I remember, first of all, it was local. Now, I know that that is probably the thing that's going to kill uh, people don't want to hear this, but because of syndication, syndication is, of course, cheaper than having, you know, local, local, local. But local was it. Local was it. You wanted to know about that school board. You know, Neil would talk about Hialeah. People made jokes about uh, Florida. I think he called Florida the world's largest outdoor, um, outdoor, uh, what is it? Oh, God, uh, funeral home. He would talk about things that mattered to them, things that meant something to people in South Florida. That's critical. Uh, sure, there were national events too, but his whole thing was local, so that was one thing there. But also, it was the idea of breaking away, did I just say breaking, breaking away from the prototypical. Uh, we had some local programming in those days, in, in, in Neil's days here in, in Tampa that, that I just, God, I loved it. And uh, it, was, it was not necessarily, it was not necessarily uh, the best, but it was, but it was, how do I say this? It was experimental. I got my start and loved calling. Calling radio stations and being people, being characters. Uh, you couldn't do that today. You, you just, the whole attitude is different. Um, I used to do a, a, a fellow named Love. Listen to me, I'm talking about him in the third person, but it was an old man who talked like that and he always wanted to take uh, people outside and set them on fire. I mean, who, whoever, whatever crime was the crime du jour in the area, you know, Ludd's idea was to take people outside and set them on fire. And, 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 I, and I could do that during talk radio at that time. It was local. People said, oh, hey, this is, you know, this is the Tampa Bay area. That's that guy. We had local stars then. And the, the, the hosts themselves were not, how do I say this? It wasn't political then. Rush Limbaugh both improved it and ruined it. I don't know if Neil Rogers today could survive. Nobody ever talked about nobody talks about stuff today that we did then. It was a different era. And uh, I'm telling you, with his passing, there were so many greats. He is in the pantheon. Uh, of of uh, of just talk radio grace. I could talk about that forever because it's so sad. Because now I hate talk radio. <laughs> I don't listen to it ever, ever. It's just one of those things. That, uh, but you know what? Rather than bemoan that fact, my my point is just you know, God bless whatever that means. Uh, Neil Rogers, he was one of a kind. 
he described himself as a fat, ugly, balding, homosexual Jew. But for more than three decades, Neil Rogers ruled the airwaves in South Florida with conversations like this one. Sounds like you some kind of Neanderthal fascist Tommy Pinko uh, conspiracy to me. to one boat. Right, exactly. So the boat is going to stop for 5,000 cars? Is that it? No, I think that 50,000 cars ought to stop for one jackass in his boat. I think that's what they ought to do. You see, Neil could get away with saying anything about anybody, and no one was immune from his vitriol, whether you were the bridge tender, his boss, or yours truly. Last week's memorial service was a tribute to the sharp-tongued, quick-as-a-whip host who both entertained and enraged. His longtime producer, George Rodriguez, spoke at the service, which attracted about 300 friends and fans. People from out of town just don't understand. They say, oh, Howard, oh, we got somebody like that. No, you didn't. You never had anybody like Neil in your town. Rodriguez says while comparisons to the likes of Howard Stern are inevitable, Neil Rogers was unique and uniquely South Florida. People from this area could go to other markets and, uh, and not hear anything like Neil and come back and know that, uh, that he was a one of a kind and he was all ours and, and belonged just to us. Among his most ardent listeners was Mike Lance of Miami Beach, known better by Neil's nickname for him, Blind Mike. Even though he made fun of people and made fun of me and apologized about my guide dog, he was different, he was unique, he made people think. In fact, if you hadn't been ripped by Neil on the year, you hadn't really arrived in South Florida. Legendary local disc jockey Rick Shaw, or Ricky Ticky as he was known, says... He was kind of jealous of what his colleague could get away with on the radio. Well, Neil was one of a kind. He was he was the talk guy that, that, that everybody looked up to. He raised the bar several notches. He he said the things that all of us thought but wouldn't say out loud, and he said them on the radio. But Uncle Neil was also known for a serious side. In the 1970s, at the height of former beauty queen Anita Bryant's campaign to repeal a Dade County ordinance prohibiting discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation, Neil did something that could have ruined his career. He was among the very first public figures, certainly in South Florida, to come out on the air live. That's Steve Rothaus, who writes about the gay and lesbian community now for the Miami Herald, and once worked with Neil at the old WKAT. Neil had been at WKAT for probably a year or so, and he was so angry, he was so upset with what was happening, that it basically it just came out. Rogers, though, was far from an advocate for the gay community. Instead, he chose to make fun of them in a self-deprecating manner. Neil was a mostly local phenomenon. Attempts to syndicate his program, won by Howard Stern himself, failed over the years, as did attempts to lure him to larger markets. His longtime attorney, Norm Kent, says more exposure simply was not important to Neil. Even though we had national gigs and offers, he would rather go home and watch a hockey game than drive to 135th and Biscayne and do a CNN gig. He would rather take the contract he had where he had 13 weeks and the summers off and a studio in Toronto than take a gig on a national syndication where he'd have to work 48 weeks a year. The most ironic part of the day to remember Neil Rogers is that Neil himself would never have come to an event like this. But it did serve as closure for Neilies, like me, everywhere. We'll miss you, Uncle Neil. So that's me. WLRN, Miami Herald News. Uh, Jason, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, questions that uh, I wanted to ask you or ask Fez, either one, but primarily for Fez. So, you know, to me, and, and no BS, um, 
I, I think Ron Bennington is the greatest radio personality I've ever heard in my life. So, so with all due respect, get off that, my back. Well, <laughs> yeah, way up there, way up there was a guy that you used to compete with a little bit, uh, and you know, a long time ago was Neil Rogers. So Neil Rogers was was openly gay, right? And and in a time when that wasn't nearly as acceptable as it is today, and I'm just curious, is as Fez ever? You know, looked at him as any sort of role model. Well, you know, he he was real open about it. Did, did, does Fez think about it? they were in the same market in in a lot of ways? Well, he, uh, I, I will tell you, we never competed against Neil because we weren't on it at the same time. And then one time we actually worked at the same station. And Neil, the uh, because Neil accepted himself. Uh, and didn't give a shit what anybody thought of his lifestyle. But yeah, he was out like in the 80s. And he'd actually been busted for, you know, whatever fucking happens in the newspaper when they do a sweep or what, you know, <laughs> one of those things. And gave fuck zero about it. You know what I mean? Like right. basically was saying like if any of us got arrested for dating at the time, <laughs> you know, I mean, literally he was caught up in one of those... Fucking sweep things. Round them up. Yeah, in a theater, right? Like in the back of a yeah, theater. Yeah, whatever. Or... You know, who hasn't been with their girlfriend in the back of a theater? But when guys did it, it was, you know, it was bustable. Uh, he didn't give a shit zero about it. He just fucking kept going. And his crowd wasn't necessarily pro-gay. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm sure he changed tons of mind. Because yeah, I mean, they're like, here's a gay guy who's funny and fucking crazy and... You know, interesting. I think to me, that's why maybe I grew up with a mindset that was a lot more open. Was it because of a guy like that? Because yeah. I mean, his his audience was, you know, young guys, eighteen to twenty five. You know, that that was his market. That's where he was he was killing it. Much like you were, you know, at the same time. I mean, <laughs> fuck yeah, dominating. You know? But yeah. here was a, here's another funny thing about Neil. He was like anti Fez in another way, where he was very quiet and soft spoken off of there but he'd be one of those old school you know like am radio guys would be battling on the air and you know contrarian and fucking with people and then off the air he could not be any sweeter you know he yeah. off the air he'd be like hey let me know if i can do anything for you you're a great kid and then on, then he would go right in go on the air and go like this you know i can't keep bennington off my ass he's just <laughs> always asking for shit you know what i mean like you could just never fucking trust him at all but that to me is always like the really great radio guys that could really uh turn it on um Neil also told me, to me, one of the most interesting things. He told me that in Italy, you're not gay unless you do anal. <laughs> so he would take Italian vacations all the time and more or less meet, you know, straight guys. Because yeah. he had some cash to throw around. Nice. He was living large. Uh, Neil was great, man. Neil was great. What did, uh, Fez, what did you, did you ever think about him as a role model anyway? Well, looking back at it, you know, I always appreciated the fact that he didn't give a fuck. You know, once I figured out what was going on with me, at the time, I didn't know, you know, I didn't realize that I was gay, and Neil used to yell that I was a fake gay. <laughs> you were a fake gay. Yeah. Then. So looking back on it, yeah. 
but not at the time. Well, anyway, it'd be great to see you just kind of step out, pick up that mantra, and, and you know, different personality, clearly, but... The other funny thing about Neil is that he would always yell at gays the butch up. Like, he oh, would have been totally. up yeah. Fez's ass for crying on air. I mean, he would have fucking ripped Fez for well, letting... Well, interesting, Ron, is remember he used the F word and, and, and called people queens, and, and, that, and that, you know, I don't know if it was as politically incorrect at the time. I mean, society's evolved, but he called people the F word all the time. By this, you know? he means fag, not fuck. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, regular radio, you wouldn't say fuck. But yeah, he didn't get, you know. And I mean, he dominated in Miami for many years and any fucking day part. Just dominated. All right, thanks, man. Uh, John in Pompano Beach. Hey, I got to echo that guy. Uh, yeah, Neil Rogers was fantastic in South Florida. And, and I remember when, when y'all were working with him and, you know, he would bust balls back and forth. That was just great, great stuff. Yeah, he was and, great. He also uh, was the guy who smoked cigars the whole time we were on the air. I mean, we stunk up those fucking studios. The, and um, the free cigars just rained in that place. And you would just sit around and go, I love you this. Just fucking smoking cigars, having a great time. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You would also have loved him because he was at the track every afternoon. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, he was a real... Uh, South Florida fucking mainstay, like a real character, you know, bust the balls of uh, every sports team down there. Really, really great. 